Last week, it was a joy and honor to baptize little baby Callahan into the company of the saints, celebrating his belonging and the belonging of us all. It was a first for me, though. In 18 years of ordained ministry, he is the first person to sleep through his entire baptism. That's, that little guy, even when we confirmed that the water was cold, and Camden and Camille, you know, were touching, and they're like, yeah, that's pretty cold. He slept through the three douses of it, slept through being anointed with oil, even slept through y'all cheering him on as newly baptized. He was totally at peace. While hilarious, and he can sleep that well, and also very helpful as a third child, who his two older siblings, by the way, his, uh, his parents told me, screamed through their baptisms, is also a profound illustration of how secure we are in God's love. Baby Callahan reminded us that we don't even have to be awake to receive the holy gift of belonging in baptism. It is our inheritance of grace and the work of an all-in-one God. Our scriptures this morning tell us the same message in different ways. The poet who wrote Isaiah 40 speaks to the power of God and the weakness of humanity. We are such tiny little specks of what is in such a tiny little segment of history compared to the rest of everything else so small. And yet we are seen and strengthened and loved by God. The poem was originally written to those in exile, a people who knew how weak they were, how far off they could get from what they thought was supposed to be where they were, they needed that hope and that strength of God's love. Our epistle tells us that we can go ahead and stop trying so hard to be set apart and rest to be where we are. In the first century, as today, people like to define themselves in contrast to others, often hierarchically, right? Someone could be elevated by demonstrating that they were higher status than someone else, Showing that they are right by proving someone else wrong. Sound familiar? We do this all the time. Especially as we stare down the barrel of yet another uh, tough election year, we would all benefit from remembering that we belong to each other. True evangelism, Paul reminds us, the telling of the good news, the sharing of the truth of God's unconditional love does not happen by being set apart. It happens by drawing in. It happens by accepting and receiving others as they are and not judging them. Focusing on what we have in common and not what separates us. Sharing the good news happens when we are so comfortable in the grace of God that we can even take a nap. It compels us without trying. On wings like eagles. That's a powerful witness. To claim that grace even when we're napping. It heals us in the world. Our gospel, meanwhile, tells of the miracle of Jesus in which he heals the mother-in-law of Simon. And I have to be honest, I've always had a little bit of an issue with this text because here's this woman, and she's sick, and she has a fever. And Jesus comes in and heals her, and then she has to get up and make everybody sandwiches. But the verb that is used in this passage for serve is the same as what is used for what the angels do for Jesus in the desert. 
in his 40-year, a 40-year, 40-day preparation time for his ministry and public engagement. So it probably just be as aptly translated as ministered. This healed woman ministered to Jesus and his disciples as the angels ministered to him in the desert. And that's so powerful. So powerful. This mortal woman had the kind of impact in her care as supernatural beings at some sandwich. And just a few minutes before, had been unable to get up. Again, sleeping into the grace of God. We are finite human beings. We have not been, many of us, ministered to in the desert by angels. If you have, I would love to hear that story. Please grab me after the service and tell me all about it. But we have been ministered to by those who have been healed by God. Many of us have experienced the deep healing and loving power of God in others and ourselves. And we are embraced by it if we have eyes to see at all times. We can sleep through our own baptisms, our own healings, strengthened for holy work. So that begs the question, what are we so anxious about? Why are we trying so hard to be something that we're not? Why do we still compare ourselves to others, judging ourselves and others so harshly? <clears throat> Why is it so important that we prove someone wrong? Does that make us right? Why are we still holding on to our broken places like they're precious? How can we live in a way that can be at rest and assured of that unconditional love and grace of God that always comes down to us and is in our, our inheritance? How can we be ourselves? Accept ourselves and others as they are, and then share that good news? None of us are more faithful than Jesus. And Jesus came to show us the way. So I would hazard to guess that we could start by emulating him, by opening our hearts to God, by recognizing the power of God next to our own frailty, by being empowered by the Spirit. Our text this morning in the Gospel says that after Jesus healed Simon's mother-in-law and ate his sandwich and then cast out a bunch of demons, Jesus drew away to be nourished by his connection with God to pray. Jesus was so thoroughly rooted in God that the importance of his time and spiritual practice was non-negotiable. Nobody knew where he went. They were all looking for him, and he had drawn close to God. God is with us everywhere. Could we also draw near? Could it help us let go of some of those things that hold us back from being at rest? From being who God made us to be? From proclaiming the good news to others? We might just start with turning off the noise sometimes and listening. While we're washing the dishes or driving to and fro, just a few minutes of openness to God 
you'd be amazed at what happens. There's no perfect way to pray or be uh, in to connect to God. There are many ways to connect to God, as there are people in this room and more. There is just a small, mortal you and a huge and powerful God that created you. And you can go to sleep. And when you're rested enough, wake up belonging and open your heart. You can be who God made you to be and proclaim that love and grace with your life. So this morning, beloved, may we allow God's transformational love to buff off the rough edges, to convict us where we're stuck, to show us how to get up and try again, and to fill us so that we might serve others with holiness you, whether you screamed through your baptism or slept through it, belong to the Most High. Rest.